0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Into the Huddle Podcast. I'm
1: Rodrigo. And I'm BW.
0: And at this point, we've reached the midway point of the NFL season. Most teams have played nine games. Some have played eight. So we're in a great position to make some predictions about the rest of the season, give our midseason awards, and talk about some of the most surprising teams, some of the most disappointing teams, some of the most surprising players, and some of the most disappointing players in this, 22, in this 2022 NFL season so far. So let's start with our Super Bowl predictions midway through the season. First, let's revisit our Super Bowl predictions at the start of the year. I picked the uh, LA Chargers to play the LA Rams in the Super Bowl at the start of the season. That is not looking like a very good pick right now. The LA Chargers are uh, five and three, I believe, but they have not looked very convincing. They just squeaked by the Atlanta Falcons with a late field goal, courtesy of an Atlanta Falcons defender fumbling the ball on his own at the end of the game. And the LA Rams are three and five. They have done a terrible job defending their championship. They look like they're going nowhere. Matt Stafford has more interceptions than touchdowns. So that hasn't been great. And then your Super Bowl pick? Uh, I think you. Picked-
1: I picked the Cardinals to yeah. make it out of the NFC, which is looking absolutely terrible right now. Uh, Kyler Murray did not have a revenge season after all the news about his contract and stuff coming out. Um, and then out of the AFC, I picked the Bills, which is a pretty safe pick. And uh, I mean, it's going well so far, except Josh Allen injured this recent week. So. You know, depending on how he looks coming back, if he's the same, that you're still in Super Bowl contention. If he's not the same, it it could totally ruin the season.
0: Yeah, so let's make new predictions because I think we can both agree our predictions have not looked great so far. So I'll start, and in the AFC, I think I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills. And I know you said that You know, they've kind of looked average maybe in the past few games. They lost to the Jets this past week. That wasn't great. Josh Allen might be injured. But I think that when the Bills are on, they are clearly the best team in the NFL. Von Miller has added such a great dynamic to their defense. That Chiefs game, I think it was week five, where Von Miller had some huge sacks late in the game to stop Patrick Mahomes really showed that when the Bills have a great pass rush and Josh Allen is playing like an MVP, they're really unstoppable. So I'm going to say the Bills are going to represent the Super Bowl in the AFC. I could see Kansas City maybe making a run, Cincinnati starting to play well, other than that terrible game against the Browns a few weeks ago. But I'm going to pick the Bills. I'm going to abandon my Chargers pick because I think they have too many injuries. And honestly, Justin Herbert has been kind of underwhelming. He has been injured, but he hasn't been the MVP candidate that I predicted. And then out of the NFC, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. And they don't have the best record. They're 4-4 four and four right now. But I think the Christian McCaffrey trade is so huge for them. Because with Christian McCaffrey, with Devo Samia, with George Kittle, they have three Top five players in each in their positions on their offense. Jimmy Garoppolo may not be the best quarterback, but I think he's good enough. They've had a ton of injuries to start the year. Some of those players are starting to come back. They have a great defense, and their division isn't looking as good as it did at the start of the season because the Rams aren't very good and the Cardinals aren't very good. And the Seahawks, they're they're probably gonna make the playoffs, and they're a, a really surprising team, but there are still a lot of question marks concerning Geno Smith. So, I'm going to pick the Bills and the 49ers to reach the Super Bowl. And I'm going to go with the Bills because I just believe in Josh Allen. I know he's had some bad games, but I think this is just going to serve as an extra motivation to fix the mistakes and to fix the holes in his game. So, I think the Bills win the Super Bowl. What about your midseason See, I conditions? think
1: this Buffalo Bills, uh, Josh Allen getting hurt, I think that can make him not win the division. The Miami Dolphins and Jets are right behind him in that division. And without Josh Allen, I think they could slip. And that's why I think Kansas City, I think they're going to lock in the uh, home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And I think that's going to help them get to the Super Bowl and be my uh, Super Bowl team for the AFC. And for the NFC, uh, I mean, Philadelphia has not lost a game. They're 8-0. They've just been able to do it all. And really the rest of the NFC, some of the teams at the top are teams that like, might not have the best rosters, and we didn't really expect them to compete this year. And some of the teams that we did expect to compete, like Tampa Bay and San Francisco, have not really played that well. So I think Philadelphia uh, is going to make it to the Super Bowl for the NFC, and I think they're going to beat the Chiefs with Jalen Hurts. All right,
0: so that's an, that's the Super Bowl predictions right there. Now let's move on to who we think the MVP is so far in the season, who we think is going to win MVP this year. Let's start with you, J Dub. Who you think Josh Allen is the clear favorite? Maybe Jalen Hurts because the Eagles are undefeated, or somebody else. I mean,
1: so Josh Allen was definitely a clear favorite before he got hurt, but with the injury that can affect stats, and I don't think uh, they're going to vote for him. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes is probably the favorite with Josh Allen going down. He already leads the league in uh, passing yards by like hundred yards, so I think. He's kind of the clear clear favorite right now. Also leads the league in passing touchdowns. So
0: yeah, I'm actually gonna agree with you here. I thought about Josh Allen, but I think that injury may affect him somewhat. I also think he has he's had a few kind of bad games over the past few weeks. And the big thing that I think is gonna help Mahomes win MVP is that he he lost track he lost Tyreek Hill. He doesn't have a clear number one receiver. He's kind of having to carry that Chiefs offense. And the NFL MVP, the people who vote for the NFL MVP, they love interesting storylines. And I think Patrick Mahomes having a great year, having lost Tyreek Hill is a great storyline that could really be sold to the voters. So I'm going to agree with you. I think Patrick Mahomes will win MVP this year, and he's been great so far this year. The loss of Tyreek Hill has kind of affected him because He's not able to get those big plays consistently anymore, but he's clearly the best quarterback in the NFL still clearly the best player. I mean, is that, do you think that's true? He's the best quarterback, right? I think he's
1: the best quarterback.
0: All right. We, we agree there. All right. Now let's move on to another one of the awards, comeback player of the year. Who do you think's just been had a, you know, a great year.
1: Didn't have a great year last year. I mean, Geno Smith, he hasn't been playing for a while. And he comes back with the Seahawks. No one expects them to do anything. And, I mean, he's, they're an uh, over 500 team. They're in line to make the playoffs if they continue their success for the rest of the season. And, I mean, everyone expected this team to be fighting for the number one draft pick at the end of the year. I don't know how uh, like he doesn't win comeback player of the year if he keeps this up.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to agree with you. Geno Smith. He's in MVP contention, and that's like a ridiculous, that would have been a ridiculous thing to say or to predict at the start of the season, but it's true. He leads the league in pass rating, in in passing, in completion percentage, sorry. He's top five in pass rating. The Seahawks are six and three right now. They are on a four-game winning streak. And again, the NFL voters who vote for these awards, they love interesting storylines. The Seahawks trading Russell Wilson away and promoting Geno Smith to starting quarterback. That is a great storyline. And he's been really phenomenal this year. And as a Seahawks fan, I've been really surprised because I was one of the people who thought that Drew Locke should have been starting. Clearly, I was completely wrong about that because Geno Smith has been a great quarterback. He's not the most dynamic, he's more of a game manager. But he really doesn't make lots of mistakes. And when he does make mistakes, such as the last game against the Cardinals throwing that pick six, he bounces back immediately. After that pick six against the Cardinals, he was phenomenal. And the Seahawks scored like 21 points in the final quarter, in the final quarter and a half. So yeah, I think Geno Smith is going to win comeback player of the year. And at this point, the Seahawks have to think about re-signing him. He's a free agent at the end of the year. He's 32 years old. And they should really consider re-signing him. I think they will. But at the same time, is this maybe a fluke? Do you think this is really sustainable?
1: I mean, he doesn't really stretch the field like you want a, uh, a superstar quarterback like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes to do. But, I mean, if this team is winning and he has sustained success, I mean, how can you not sign and do a one- or two-year deal and then maybe look to draft a quarterback in the middle of that or after that?
0: Yeah, when me pose a scenario to you, what if the Denver Broncos continue to be one of the worst teams in the league and the Seahawks get a top five pick because of the Russell Wilson trade and have an opportunity to pick a quarterback such as uh, CJ Stroud or such as Bryce Young in the top five picks? If they're in that scenario, do you think they should go for one of those quarterbacks or stick with Geno Smith?
1: I mean, it depends on how the season ends, but if they're a playoff team and Geno Smith looks like he's really good, Maybe you trade back a little uh, out of that to like 15, 16, and you take more of a project quarterback instead of one of these guys who has, you know, really high value but is going to be ready right away, which you don't really need in this situation. Or maybe you wait till in the future, till next year or the year after that, uh, and you can get someone else. When a lot of teams are going for a quarterback this uh, draft cycle.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be really interesting to find out whether the Seahawks consider Geno Smith to be their longtime answer at quarterback. And although he is 32, one of the things to take into account is that he's really only played for like three seasons as a starting quarterback. So there hasn't been that much wear on his body. His arm hasn't, he hasn't had to make as many throws in the NFL. So even though he's a 32-year-old quarterback, really his body may be the equivalent of a 26-year-old or a 27-year-old, right? So if he keeps it up, as you were saying, I see no reason why the Seahawks shouldn't stick with him and use the Broncos' picks to continue to solidify that team. And I think the Seahawks can be a real contender as long as Geno Smith keeps playing the way he's playing because I think at any moment, Geno Smith could go back to Geno Smith of the Jets, and that's going to be a real problem for them. Now let's move on to the most surprising team so far this season, a team who everyone thought was going to be terrible and who has been extremely good. And I'll start, I'm going to pick the New York Jets. They just beat the Buffalo Bills. They improved to 6-3. Even though Zach Wilson hasn't been very good, this Jets defense has been phenomenal. Sauce Gardner might be the best cornerback in the NFL. If the NFL draft was to be redone, he would probably go first overall. That's how good he's been. They've had a number of other great draft picks on the defensive side of the ball. Also on the offensive side of the ball, Brees Hall was great before he got hurt and Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver. He's been phenomenal. And the jets who have been terrible for so many years, all of a sudden are in a prime position to make the playoffs. I think you have to give a ton of credit to Robert Sala, who in just two years was able to completely turn this team around and it's remarkable it's great to see the teams in new york being good again i think when the teams in new york are good the nfl is better for it because those fans are so passionate and bring so much energy to every game so i definitely think the jets are my surprise team what about yours
1: yeah i'll go with the other team from new york the new york giants um daniel jones a lot of people have been saying for a while now that you know they should draft a new guy get rid of him he's had a really good year uh you know he's not going making insane throws like Patrick Mullins and Josh Allen but he's really solid led this team to a lot of victories and they're third in the NFC and are tied for uh are, are tied for second in their division they're behind Philadelphia but they're gonna be a top wild card team and no one really expected much their team isn't do uh, their team really didn't make a lot of moves this offseason uh they didn't have any big free agent signings no one really expected much from them and now they're six and two sitting atop the uh NFC.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're they're a really good football team. The one concern about the Giants is that division, right? Because the Eagles they are. They do have a heated. lot a lot
1: of tough games against Dallas and the and
0: Philadelphia, yeah. And even the commanders aren't terrible. They're four and five and they pushed the Minnesota Vikings right down to the wire. This team was in a different division in the
1: NFC, they'd probably be looked at as, you know, one of the one or two teams looking for home field advantage in the playoffs
0: exactly and who would have thought you could say that about the nfc east because it's been such a bad division over the past few years now let's move on to the most disappointing team and i alluded to this before but i think the most disappointing team so far this year has to be the la rams this is the super bowl champions they won it all last year and matthew stafford came back cooper cup came back they added bobby wagner on the defense And they have been terrible. They're 3-5 and right now. Their offense is among the worst in the league. And I think this just has to go down to the risks the Rams took assembling this roster. Because the Rams went all-in over the past few years. And they completely leveraged their future. They have had no first-round picks since they picked Jared Goff in 2016. They've had no second or third-round picks over the past few years. They traded for Von Miller. He left. That's been a huge loss. They didn't choose to re-sign Odell, so they have no good. Uh, they have no good number two receiver. They have to rely on Cooper Cup for everything. Andrew Whitworth retired. They haven't been able to replace him, so their O line is among one of the worst in the league. And at this point, it's kind of embarrassing because yes, the Rams won the Super Bowl, but what impact do they have to their standing in the LA market? If you look at these games in LA. The Rams' stadium is empty, and it's embarrassing because this is a Super Bowl champion team. And Sorry, it's not empty. There are more away fans than home fans. and This is a Super Bowl team. They're not able to fill their their stadium with their own fans. They've been disappointing, a complete disaster of a season, and I don't know if they can find a way out of it because they have no picks. Matthew Stafford is on a huge contract. Aaron Donald is on a huge contract. Bobby Wagner is on a big contract. It's gonna be really tough to find a way out of this. I still have faith in Sean McVay, though. If anyone can figure out a way out of this, it's him. But they have to be the most disappointing team so far this season. What about yours?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, this team coming into the year, they traded for Devontae Adams. That was huge, given a uh, you know a college reunion to uh, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, who are great at Fresno State. They had Josh Jacobs in the backfield. They had Darren Waller at tight end, Hunter Winfrey at wide receiver number two, this offense was supposed to be electric. And, I mean, they've been all right, but the defense with guys like Max Crosby and Divine Diablo have been absolutely terrible. Uh, they've given up so many points. They're getting beat like 42-28 on the weekly basis. And it was thought that this team could make the playoffs probably for a wild card spot, and compete in that really tough division in the AFC West, and they are just getting absolutely shellacked by their competition.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we really have to think about whether Josh McDaniels is a suitable head coach in the NFL because he was a failure in Denver and he's been a failure so far in Las Vegas. So that's it for our predictions and mid-season evaluations. Let's move on to our picks for week nine, week 10. Week 10. Week 10 coming up. Let's start with a marquee match between two teams that have less than three losses. The Minnesota Vikings travel to Buffalo to play the Buffalo Bills. There's not much news about whether Josh Allen is going to play this game. It looks like his injury may not be as bad as initially expected. So let's assume that Josh Allen plays in this game. Who do you think is going to win?
1: Look, if Josh Allen is playing in this game, it's it's really tough to pick against him, but I don't think he'll be fully healthy coming off the injury. And we all know Kirk Cousins in non-prime time. This is at 12 o'clock. He's a beast. Uh, So I think the Vikings could actually sneak this one out over the Bills if Josh Allen is still, you know, not 100%.
0: So I'm going to go with the Bills here.
1: And I think
0: it comes down to whether Josh Allen plays. Obviously, if Josh Allen's not playing, the Vikings are probably going to win this game easily. But if he plays, I hear what you're saying about the injury. But from what I've heard, the injury was was not really – like, it's more of an injury scare. It's not really that bad. He's. I don't think he's going to be that affected. I think the Bills are extremely upset about their loss against the Jets. They are going to be extremely motivated to come out and destroy the Minnesota Vikings. And looking at this Minnesota Vikings team, I'm not that convinced about them because they almost lost to the Washington Commanders. We have some doubts whether the Commanders are even a mediocre team in the NFL. And... Kirk Cousins, I know this is not a primetime game, but everyone's going to be watching this game because these are two teams with excellent records this year. So I'm going to pick the Bills. I do think it will be close. I think Minnesota has a great roster. Kevin O'Connell has revitalized that offense. They have a ton of weapons. But I think the Bills are the overall better football team. And I chose Shawshan to find a way to win. And now let's move on to predict the Sunday night football game between the L.A. Chargers and the San Francisco 49ers. This game is in San Francisco. Your
1: Super Bowl prediction.
0: Yeah, this is my Super Bowl prediction. So I'll start, you know, it's a te- it's a matchup between my Super Bowl prediction, my Super Bowl team at the start of the season, and my Super Bowl team from the NFC at least at the end of the season. Yep. And I'm going to go with the 49ers because
1: the, – I think it would look pretty bad if you didn't go
0: with the Yeah, it, I'd be kind of a hypocrite if I didn't go with the 49ers. They're at home. They Christian McCaffrey is has had a whole bye week to be implemented into that San Francisco 49ers offense. Kyle Shanahan has had a whole week to make new plays featuring Christian McCaffrey. And the Chargers have been really underwhelming. They have a pretty solid record, but they've gotten really lucky, which is really unlike the Chargers. Justin Herbert has not been what we expected him to be, and they have a ton of injuries. So I'm going to pick the 49ers. Who do you have in this game?
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you on this one. Chargers have been quite underwhelming this year. And the 49ers, I think they are pretty well primed for a run. They got a nice win last week uh, against the Rams. And I think this team is is solid. They're trending upwards, whereas I think the Chargers, I agree with you, they're kind of trending downwards. Gotten very lucky with their wins.
0: Absolutely. And overall, I think this past week in the NFL was really great. This next week has a lot of great matchups. The start of the season wasn't great, to be honest. We had a lot of blowouts, a lot of primetime games that didn't look good, but it's starting to look better. A lot of fun,
1: close games last week. Exactly. It was, it was pretty good. This it, week looks like more of the same with that Vikings-Bills matchup. That's going to be a great one to
0: watch. So hopefully the momentum keeps up. And, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Into the Huddle podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to share this podcast with anyone interested in learning more about the NFL, and make sure you stay tuned next week. Thanks and goodbye.